Okay, super quick before we dive into this amazing content from this fabulous guest on The David Nurse Show, just want to thank you for being a committed listener. Means the world to me. And if you have 9.2 seconds and you can go to Apple Podcasts or Podcast App, anywhere podcasts are found, and subscribe and leave a review, that would be huge. It helps me get better guests on, bigger guests on, more guests on, but also helps people who are searching for podcasts come across this content and provide value in their life. A few other things I want to let you know about. I am opening up a brand new coaching program, the Breakthrough Squad. I'm only taking 30 people because it's pretty intensive and it's 90 days starting January 9th. You can go to davidnurse.com for more info or just message me. Hit me up on social media. I will respond to you. Trust me, I will. davidnurse.com, Breakthrough Squad. Awesome, awesome. I'm also doing a mastermind a mastermind where some of the top thought leaders, we're going to go to an NBA game, the NFL Rams Stadium. Me and David Meltzer are doing this together. We have some of our friends who are just incredible people coming in to speak. Yeah, it's going down February 24th, Friday through Sunday morning, February 26th in Los Angeles. Tickets will fly. They'll go so fast. So message me if you're interested in that as well. The coaching program, the mastermind, and just reach out to me. If I can help you in any way, please, please let me know. I would love to. It's what it, it's my passion. It's what I'm juiced up about. Okay, now check out the podcast. Let me know how you like it and send me any questions for when I do the next Q&A. I'd love to hear from you. Have an amazing, amazing day. Welcome to the David Nurse Show, Colleen Cutcliffe, Pendulum CEO. How are you doing today coming to us from San Francisco? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. This is going to be a, a really fun conversation because I think this, this topic is, is nuanced, but one of the most important topics for health, for physical health, for mental health, it is the brain gut connection and we are going to dive deep into metabolic health the epidemic that we're in with metabolic health and also gut health as well so colleen before we get into that before we get into all the nitty-gritty details you got to start the audience off with a bang so this is something different about you a little bit different it doesn't have to be in the health and wellness world but something that you know this is this is who colleen cutcliffe is this is who she is not when she's just pendulum ceo Wow. Uh, this, this feels like quite the challenge because I'm sure you've had some amazing bangs because I know you've had uh, awesome speakers on. But maybe I would say, um, you know, the thing about uh, me is that I am um, sort of traditionally trained as a scientist and then, you know, had worked in companies and things like that. And I was really um, inspired to start this company because of my daughter's health journey. And we can get into that a little bit more, but my kid inspired me to start this company. I just knew that I had to start it. And I think that when you have that kind of driver, uh, everything takes on a whole new shape in terms of how you prioritize. So um, that, that might be the, the, that's so sad. The most interesting thing about me is somebody else, my kid. <laughs> no, not really. That's great. I mean, I want to talk about that. I think you kind of teased it out there of like, okay, well, why? why? Like, what happened? What happened to your kid? Can you dive deeper into that? 
Yeah. I mean, I think broadly speaking, we know metabolic health is super important. And I, I've always known that diabetes was such a big problem in the US. And, you know, there are 30 million people with diabetes, there are 80 million people with prediabetes. But I had never really thought about metabolism outside of people that have metabolic syndrome, really have the disease state until my daughter was born. So my first daughter was born um, almost two months premature. And, and basically, uh, she was like four and a half pounds. I held her for a couple of seconds, and then she got taken to intensive care. She spent the first month of her life in intensive care, hooked up to all these machines and monitors, and receiving multiple doses of antibiotics. Um, we eventually got out of that intensive care, and she was, you know, for all intents and purposes, healthy. Um, but then as she got into elementary school, I started to notice there were things about her that were different than the rest of our family around her metabolism and around her food sensitivities. So, like, she's the kid in Baskin-Robbins asking how much dairy was in the sherbet. And so around that time, I read this paper that came out where they looked at 12,000 babies who were systematically on, anti uh, on antibiotics before six months of age. And they found that those babies, as they got older, were more systematically prone to obesity and type 2 diabetes as they got older. That study was recently repeated by the Mayo Clinic, where they showed that kids, if you're under two years old and you get a bunch of antibiotics, you're more prone not just to obesity and type 2 diabetes, but celiac disease, allergies, asthma, ADHD, all kinds of things that are relatively unexplained. And the whole thing is that when you're a baby and you get these antibiotics, you're completely decimating your gut microbiome, all the bugs in your gut, and you're actually starting out depleted for things that other people have. And it just sets you up for this life of chronic illnesses. And I had been studying the microbiome. I knew that it could help people with diabetes. But when I saw this paper and I saw what was happening to my daughter and just the path that she was on, starting with gut sensitivities and all these things that she could potentially be dealing with in chronic illness for her life, I was like, oh man, we could help millions of people, including my own daughter. I got to start this company. We got to try. Wow. Okay. So are you saying like, it, this is something that's very common as you, you recited all those studies of when we're younger, we get these shots, we get these antibiotics that is actually killing our gut. So what we think is, is doing us something good is actually hurting us in the long run. Okay. Unbelievable here. My new favorite product for health, crazy that I hadn't heard of this before, Pendulum, PendulumLife.com. Let me break this down for you. Okay, so we know that glucose spikes is what makes us fat, added fat. They have Pendulum glucose control, which supports your metabolic health. Metabolism is the key thing to burning fat, staying in great shape. This glucose control, it helps lower your glucose spikes, boost your metabolism, supports gut health. Yeah, you better believe I'm using that. And they have what's called Acromanzia. Okay, so check this out. This is the first and only brand, Pendulum, to offer Acromanzia. It is the key strain for gut health. It nourishes and regulates the gut lining, which we know the gut lining, the gut microbiome, is basically like our second brain. They feed each other. Acromanzia nourishes the gut microbiome, helps you support a healthy weight, and literally helps you stay healthy and not get sick over time. Oh my goodness. Yeah, seriously, I've been using this and my gut is awesome. Glucose control, awesome. Feel with ton of energy. Haven't been getting sick. Pendulum, pendulumlife.com. Calm. They are changing the game in probiotics. No longer do you have to guess. That's the worst. You order something from Amazon, you're like, yeah, I hope this works. Yeah, you don't have to guess anymore. Pendulum is changing the game of gut microbiome. 
And just for you, for listening to this podcast, code DAVID20 at checkout. Go to PendulumLife.com. Notes, well, this will be in the show notes. This is P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M Life.com. Code DAVID20. I'm telling you, this <laughs> it's the real deal. Check it out. I think that, so first of all, I don't want to come across as an anti-antibiotic so I, no, no, I definitely no, think, okay. I, yeah. I, trust me, yeah. I, I know that it is. I know that it is. I know that they're setting this up, so go ahead. Yeah, I mean, antibiotics have saved lives. If your doctor puts you on an antibiotic, you definitely need it because you've got a bacterial infection. But what antibiotics that we use today do is they don't just kill specifically that one bacteria that you have an infection of, they kill all the bacteria. And what we've learned is that all the bacteria are not yeah. bad. And so you're essentially, it's like if you went into your garden and you saw a weed and you're just like, I'm just going to bleach the whole yard. So you'd kill everything else in it. Yeah, you'd kill that weed, but also everything else. And now you have to come back in and say, all right, now that I bleach the whole yard, I got to start planting the right seeds. And what we haven't done as a society, as a you know bunch of scientists is figure out how do you then reseed that garden or more importantly, how do you maybe not bleach the whole garden and just get you know some, some weed killer. And so what we're doing now is we are in fact killing those infections, but we're also killing all the great stuff that's there for our health. Yeah, that's really good, Colleen. So number one, parents, you should be cognizant of this. Don't just bleach everything. Don't just give every type of antibiotic you can to your kid because it's going to create problems in the long term. But let's say that this has already happened. All right. So now we need to reseed this garden. Beautiful analogy, by the way, that makes super sense to me. We need to receive that we need to fix our metabolic health. How do we go about doing this? Well, that is really uh, the, the name of the game that, that we, yeah. we came yeah. into this with. Sure. And so the idea is, first of all, you have to understand what does somebody's microbiome look like? It's really, it really is a complicated ecosystem of all these different strains, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of different strains that interact with each other and form this kind of rich ecosystem. And then you have to understand what are people depleted in and then how do I give those things back? And really those depletions, what are they doing? And so the research that we did um, at Pendulum was really focusing in on that. When you think about metabolizing, in particular, glucose um, and fibers and things like that, what is your microbiome doing and what are people missing when they're unable to do that? And what's fascinating is that if you look at people all the way at one end of the spectrum that have type 2 diabetes, they are low or entirely missing certain strains that help them metabolize sugars and healthy people have a vast abundance. And then if you look at really high performing athletes, they have even more of these strains. So as you kind of go from being a high performing athlete to somebody with type 2 diabetes, you just see that there are these functions that are just getting more more and more depleted. And I would say as we age, we start to look more and more like those depleted microbiomes. And so what we've really tackled is what is getting depleted and how do we give those things back to people? Colleen, this is fascinating. So I've never heard it said like this before. So let's say this top athlete has more strains for the microbiome, someone who is struggling from diabetes or is, is, has those strains taken away. So basically it's how the name of the game is how do we get more of these strains of the microbiome? Am I, am I saying that right? That's exactly right. So people who have a vast abundance of these strains um, are uh, 
getting it through a variety of ways. So one is one of the most impactful ways to change your microbiome is your diet. So if you're on like a really high fiber diet, you eat a lot of polyphenols, you're doing, you know, all of that work and you're exercising, all of those things contribute to having a healthy microbiome. And so as you kind of fall off of those, you have a less and less diverse microbiome actually, and you have Mm -hmm. less of these microbes that are doing that work. But there are other things actually that are outside of our control that also will cause depletion. So things like aging, stress for women going through menopause, um, even your circadian rhythm, when you go from day to night and night to day, when you travel, those deplete your microbiome. So there are a lot of things that are in your control in terms of your diet that you can do to boost your microbiome. But there are all these things kind of just that are life <laughs> happening to you <laughs> that can cause you to be depleted. And, and that's really where um, just giving these things back can, can have a huge impact. Wow. Okay. Can you tell us some of these foods that are ideal for building back our gut microbiome? Everybody knows a high fiber diet is really good for you. Um, And one of the main, you know, lots of fruits and vegetables. And one of the main reasons that a high fiber diet is good for you is that it feeds these particular microbes that uh, actually, so we're going to like really geek out here, but these are microbes that produce butyrate. Um, and, And those microbes feed off of these fibers. And so the more fibers you're eating, the more of these microbes you're generating, and they help consume this fiber. And the reason that those are important to consume those fibers is that these strains turn that fiber into butyrate. And butyrate is... Um, the single source, the biggest source of energy for all your colon cells. So your colon cells are different from every other cell in your body. They don't use glucose. They actually use butyrate. And so you produce this butyrate. Your colon uses that butyrate to maintain a healthy GI tract. And not only that, there are all these receptors that help um, the body know that you now take that butyrate and it gets converted into increasing GLP-1 levels, which is known to help you improve your glucose and insulin responses. And so it's this really tight pathway of high fiber, the right microbiome, converting to butyrate, leading to GLP-1 and insulin and glucose tolerance, and ultimately, uh, you know, improved metabolic health. Okay. Love it. We're going to get to glucose. You hit on that. I think that is a word we need to break down and so people can understand. But you're saying fiber, fruits, veggies. Do you, is there any like specific, can you give us like three, four foods? You're like, hey, these are my non-negotiables. I know when I eat these, they're helping my gut microbiome and they're tasty. Because I think people are looking for specific examples too, and myself included, selfishly. Like give me like your, like your three power foods for the microbiome. Yeah, I think um, the the tasty part is always challenging. That kind of rests more in the chef trying to figure it out. Uh, but but I would say that um, asparagus is really good for you. Super high yeah. fiber. Um, nice. Jerusalem uh, artichokes, also called sunchokes. Uh, if you have a great recipe for that, I'd love to hear it. They're so good for you in terms of fiber, yeah. but they're not the tastiest. And then pomegranates. Um, the, and that's really from a polyphenol and fiber standpoint, really good for your microbiome. Yeah, maybe artichokes are called artichokes because you kind of have to choke them down. You know, I just thought about that right now. Yeah, <laughs> That's great. Idea. That's great marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Glucose. Colleen, glucose. A lot of people, they like they don't really know what this actually means. How do we manage our glucose? Because essentially glucose control is one of the biggest reasons that America is in this metabolic health crisis. Am I right? Yeah, it's the whole sugar is your enemy uh, messaging. So glucose is sugar. It's just a, the, yeah. the science word for yeah. sugar. And, you know, I think we're all constantly being told and all constantly trying to reduce the amount of sugar in our diet. And sugar is everywhere. It's in processed foods, but it's also in, you know, these fruits and things that we eat also have sugar in them. And so 
you know, I think that in a, to a large degree, of course, reducing the amount of processed sugars in your diet is, is really good for you, but also enabling your microbiome to metabolize these sugars can be helpful. Now, I don't want to say like our product is a sugar enabler, but it does help you process your sugars better. So, so you can reduce, yeah. you should reduce your sugars. I have to say that, but also if you can give your microbiome the ability to metabolize those sugars better, you're also putting yourself in a healthier place. Right. Because fruit is vilified as sugar, but it's not the same as sugar as like a process or a soda. So if you create this healthy gut microbiome to be able to process these simple sugars, these glucose, you're in a much better spot. But but is fruit something that we can consume and feel okay about? Well, as with everything, you know, in moderation, but definitely, I mean, fruit has a ton of, of benefits beyond just, uh, you know, the, the sugar is helpful, it makes it tasty, but, um, you know, all of the vitamins and minerals and fibers that are in fruit, they're so good for us. And so it's really hard to get those uh, if you don't eat any fruits. Okay, so question for you, what sounds better, paying $7,000 for a huge sauna that you probably don't have space for, or $5.99 for one that you can transport and take wherever you want? Hmm, I think the answer is pretty obvious. Higher Dose, let me introduce you to that name. I have been using it for a couple years now, actually, and it's literally my secret to taking high-powered naps. It's a sauna I can have in my apartment. I don't have room for a big, massive sauna, but I do for higher dose. And what are the benefits of higher dose sauna blanket? You kind of wrap yourself up in a cocoon, and I'm telling you, like my naps, oh, like 10 to 15 minutes off the charts. Enhances deep relaxation, improves circulation, promotes glowing skin, burns calories, encourages detoxification, Pain relief, higher energy levels, reduces stress, promotes better sleep, everything that Asana does, but in a blanket that's very affordable, that you can put anywhere, higher dose. Yeah, check out higherdose.com, code for you for listening to this podcast, David15, for 15% off higherdose.com. Let me know how you're liking it, how your naps are going, or just chilling in it. It's amazing. Go check it out. Get your sauna on today. All right. So our guts, they've been being attacked by any time we go out to eat, any processed food, there's these hidden things called seed oils that are just ripping them apart. So we are filled with chemicals. We are filled with pesticides, harmful substances, killing our gut lining. Talk to me about acromancia as the key, check this out. You guys probably haven't heard this word before. I hadn't heard it before either. I had to go like acromancia. I had to go pronounce it multiple times so I got that down. <laughs> but why is this like the, the hidden secret key to help us fix our gut lining? Yeah, this is like a super exciting scientific discovery that's just come out. So nobody should feel bad that they haven't heard of acromancia. It is totally brand new. And so I'm, I'm excited that you're sharing it out uh, with your audience today because they're probably not going to have heard about it before this because who's heard of it? Um, I think the thing to, to think about is when you go look at all the probiotics that are on the shelves, and many people probably take them, what you're going to see is most of them start with the word lactobacillus, or they start with the word bifidobacteria. And all the strains that are out there kind of fall into this family. 
Ackermansia is actually a whole new family. It's a totally different kind of bacteria. And it is the only probiotic that actually lives in your gut lining. And its job is just to make sure that that gut lining is strong. So you think about your gut lining like a fence. Like I have a wooden fence in my backyard. When I first moved into my house, that fence was awesome. It was like shiny and new and all the planks are really sturdy. But what happens over time with your fence is that, you know, through wear and tear and weather that you can start to get a loosening of the um, the joints between the planks. And then, of course, they can fall down. And then you've got, you know, this fence that has stuff coming in and going out with your neighbor's yard that you don't want. And that's literally your gut lining. It is a fence. And there are these planks and there is glue between these planks that's important for the structure of them. And over time, all, through wear and tear and aging and diet and things like that, it starts to fall apart. And acromancia lives there and its job is to make sure that that fence and that glue is always at the appropriate amount and keeping it really strong. And what happens is that over time, you start to lose acromancia. And when you get pre-diabetes and type 2 diabetes, you start to lose acromancia. And conversely, we talked about really high-performing athletes. They have a ton of acromancia. And then I'll also tell you this. There was a recent study where they looked at um, people who are, are super old. So people who are over 100 years old, and they have a massive abundance of acromancia. And so there's all this really interesting stuff about if you can keep high levels of acromancia and keep that gut lining intact, it helps you in a variety of ways because we often think about probiotics as just for like our gut health and, oh, gee, I'm having GI issues. Yeah, yeah. And this will do that for you. But beyond that, having that strong fence means that now it helps you with inflammatory issues, immune issues, and metabolism. So it plays a really key role in all of your health issues. That's why everyone should know about acromancia. Wow. This is like the hidden key here. This is amazing. So first off, your analogies are spot on. Like you break it down to the simple. You know what the smartest people do that I've been around that I've found is they're extremely smart like yourself, but they're able to break it down to the simple so everybody can understand this. So as the fence protecting our gut lining, acromancia, we, it, it, you see it's, it's high in athletes, it's high in healthy people who are living at an older age. Is there a way we can naturally increase this? Is this a, a lifestyle that we can live based on, hey, I wanna increase my acromancia. And of course, that is one of the big reasons that you guys have created this product so that it can be a supplement. And, what supplements are, are things to supplement to what you are already doing to increase. So is there ways to naturally increase it? And like, how do we go about this lifestyle that we should be living so that we have the highest level of acromancia we can possibly have? Yeah, to, to boost acromancia levels through food, it really, that's why I kind of listed my favorite high fiber and high polyphenol foods. So fibers and polyphenols are the way that you could, that's what acromancia uh, helps it grow. But they don't, um, it is possible that you have such low levels of acromancia that even if you're eating a ton of that, it's not good enough or it takes a really long time to really start to bolster the acromancia in your gut, which is why we created a product which is literally just the acromancia strain. So you're, you're giving your body the strain. There are no foods known to date um, that carry acromancia. So there's really not a way wow. to directly get acromancia. So when you look at food labels and supplement labels that talk about acromancia, they call themselves acromancia boosters because we are the only people in the world that have figured out how to manufacture this strain. And we can talk about that uh, if you'd like to, but it's I super would. hard to manufacture. And that's why we're the only people that have made it and the only people that are selling it right now. Yeah. Tell me more about that. So how do you go about manufacturing? If you can't get it from food, where, like, how do you create this? 
Well, it's in healthy people. And so um, this is going to be super gross, but you get it out of healthy people. (laughs) Well, hey, I have an idea of how you get it out of healthy people. How do you get it out? how, How do you? Yeah. Yeah. You know how earlier we were saying glucose and sugar, sugar is like uh, glucose is the fancy word for sugar. Well, yeah. microbiome is the fancy word for poop. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, essentially, yes. Um, and you can, you can say, uh, insert all your favorite jokes here. Like, wow, what a shitty therapeutic, but, but basically <laughs> it's your, it's your poop. <laughs> so, all right. That's incredible because uh, it is like the, I guess you would say like the marker for somebody is healthy is their gut microbiome is healthy by testing their poop. Literally. Like that's the way that you can test your gut microbiome on how it is. Is is that the way you test for how healthy your, your acromancia is? That, that is definitely one way. I mean, it's, it's, this is now we're going to like really go off on a tangent here, but um, it's super interesting to me. Like, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, have you ever, you know, gone poop and then look back in the toilet to, to look at your poop and sometimes been annoyed? Like, why is all this toilet paper in here? I can't really see my poop. Yeah. So never did not expect this going down this <laughs> rabbit hole here, guys. And I've never talked about this on a podcast. First time you're the answer. Yes. Yes, we have all done that. And you and and the question is, why? What are we looking for? Why are we all looking at our poop? Why are we annoyed that we can't see it? We were and, and it happens for many people like every time you're looking in the bowl there. And it's this um, it's this part of our brain that we have had forever, because even though we've created all these amazing fancy diagnostics and watches and things we can wear to monitor ourselves, one of the biggest monitors of our health is actually our poop. And it is ingrained in our mind to look at that poop every day, because when that poop changes, your brain and your body knows like, oh man, something's happened with my health. And that's why you are programmed from caveman days to every day be monitoring what does my poop look like? You don't even know that's what you're doing, but that's what you're doing. That's how important the microbiome is to your health. Wow. I think that's fascinating. I mean, just think about it. Like take away all the disgusting stuff of of poop and everything. And just like, think about how God's created this way to test and check how you are doing by basically your own feces yourself. There's so much trackers and monitors and this and that and wearables, but it literally comes down to what you passes through you is how you check how you're doing. I think that's, I actually think that's fascinating. If you can get past the poop part itself, fascinating. Okay. Colleen, I want to talk about the connection between the brain and the gut. The gut is often referred to as the second brain. Can you tell the audience how, like, why that's so important? Like, why does our brain function based on our gut, the food we're eating, the the lining, and everything that goes into that? Yeah, I mean, I think all of us kind of know um, that our gut and our brains are related through the experience of like, if you've ever been upset or sad or, or you know, gone through a hard time or anxiety, um, you crave different foods during those periods mm-hmm. of time. And, and so I think all of us have experienced that link. And so biologically, your brain and your gut are linked. There's literally the vagus nerve that runs between them and links the two together. And what scientists have discovered is that your gut microbiome actually produces neurotransmitters. So your gut microbiome produces dopamine and serotonin and these and GABA, these things that are traditionally thought of as brain neurotransmitters only created in the brain. And your gut is making them and it's literally sending these neurotransmitters 
to your brain and affecting the way that your brain operates. And so, um, and then I'll add one other crazy thing, which I actually didn't know until I started this company, which is that you also have neurons in your gut. So there are neurons in your gut and there are neurons in your brain. Now, many of us know the neurons in your brain, it's kind of like you get what you get. This is why people always tell you like, don't drink because drinking kills your brain cells and they never grow back. And that's true. But your neurons in your gut, they do regenerate. And so you can kill them and they come right back. And what's even more fascinating is that things like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's disease, where you see these plaques kind of show up in the brain. Actually, my first job, we were trying to create drugs to go after Parkinson's disease. We were always going after these plaques in the brain. Um, you can see those plaques start to show up in the gut neurons before they show up in the brain neurons. And so the current thought is that it all actually starts in your gut and then these misfires go to your brain and that's what leads the progression. And the beautiful thing about that, you know, is that now you can target the gut as a way to improve all these things that we've always been targeting the brain for. And so if your gut is producing all of these different neurotransmitters, how do you now start to harness that in order to change your brain? And I'll give you one more little piece of information, which is that we hadn't expected this, but with our glucose control product, 60% of our customers tell us they have reduced sugar cravings after being on it. And that is part of this connection that we're all still trying to understand. If your body is metabolizing sugars better, is your gut sending different messages to your brain to now say, you don't need as many sugars, like we're taking care yeah. of it. So it's really fascinating relationship. It's so incredible. You, you guys have created products that control glucose, which is extremely hard to do. Acromanzia gut microbiome like it, it's it's cool to see that the mission that you guys are on at pendulum of you're not just trying to create products to sell and and you could create i've seen so many you know supplement companies that all do the same thing and it's just how they market it but in just hearing your story on your child and the mission that you're on like that's really cool i just want to like that's not even a question but it's just like <laughs> You don't see that. That's just genuine. And I love that. And I can tell by your answers and everything and how passionate you are about getting this message out there. So can you tell the audience, like, what's next from Pendulum? What, like, what can we expect from you guys? How can we find everything you guys are doing? And, and what's coming up next that you guys are changing the game in gut microbiome health? Yeah. Um, well, thanks. Thank you for the compliment. I do think that um, when you are doing something that you're passionate about, it just kind of uh, it, it drives a lot of different yeah. things. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say the downside, actually, to the way that we've approached this is that uh, because we didn't approach it from a marketing standpoint of, you know, what what are people looking for and how do we create those things? But we really came at it from what are the fundamental health issues people are having and going to have as they get older and, and how do we address those um, means that we have spent a lot of money to try to create these yeah, products I can imagine. and they are actually really, really hard to manufacture. Originally, I thought we would just contract out the manufacturing because probiotics have been around for, you know, decades and decades. Why would we sure. reinvent the wheel there? But it turns out these strains are actually really hard to manufacture. So we had to build our own manufacturing plant. And so I would say the downside, um, admittedly, is that these are really expensive to make. And so they're really expensive to sell. And so our big thing moving forward is like, how do we make this more efficient so that we can really help drive down the, the prices and, and pass that along to our customers? I'm super proud that we actually had a few breakthroughs this year. And we actually just lowered our prices last month to all of our customers, including our membership customers, so we could pass that forward. But that's kind of the probably the, the hardest part of yeah. starting the way we did. 
And you know what's funny though? Like I have so much respect for that. But the day and age we live in, in like an Amazon, need it now. Everything needs to be low price. Like people will pay less, but it's not even doing them any good. Like think about it. Are you willing to pay for a premium for the real actual stuff that's really going to help benefit you? And then you don't have to pay for health, for being in the hospital, for diabetes in the long term. So it's an investment that everybody should make because there's nothing more important than your health. Like if you're going to say, hey, do you want a million dollars when you step out of bed tomorrow? Or do you want to actually be able to step out of bed tomorrow? And that wins every single time. So Colleen, amazing what you guys are doing. Now, I selfishly, I want to know some non-negotiables you have because your brain's working at a super high level. I, you're healthy, great shape. What are some things you're doing in your day that you're like, yeah, you know, these are my staples. And of course, it's the acromanzia, the glucose control, the yeah, everything pendulum. But, but what are some things that you're doing in your day that stand out as non-negotiables? Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to um, thinking about, you know, what are the fundamental pillars of health? And I think we've all thought about health as, you know, food and exercise. And I think that's only two of the pillars. So I think there's diet, exercise, mental health, and your gut microbiome. Of course, I'm going to throw microbiome in, but it's not just about the food you eat, but how your yeah, body metabolizes sure. it. So if you think about those four pillars, I think for me, it's about thinking about all of those. And of those, you know, diet and exercise are probably the hardest. I have never actually tried to go on a diet because I know I can't do it. Um, I just trying to be, you know, reasonably good as, as much as I can, but I definitely have, uh, probably not the best diet, uh, but, but, but doing my best there. And I think trying to have these high fiber, high polyphenol foods is part of that. I think for me, exercise and mental health are, are kind of tied together. So even if I can get a little bit of exercise in that helps me with, you know, stress and things like that. And then I think probably the most important tool that I, uh, learned very, very early on, and I've really stuck to it is, um, deciding how you want to spend your, your day. Where do you want to allocate your time? And, Good. you know, I have a family, I've got work, I've got dogs, you've got lots of friends, you know, things where you, your time uh, has to be allocated. It's very mm -hmm. easy to slip into a place where all of a sudden, you know, 99% of your time is only in one of the things that actually matters to you. And deciding up front, like, these are the things that matter to me, and this is the rank order. And then every day having the discipline to actually wow. live your day based yes. on that compass that's the hardest part. And so I think if everybody thinks about, write it down, right? Write down, this is my prioritization. If my perfect day would be 30% on this, 30% on that, and then just try to hold yourself to it. Put it in a sticky note in your bathroom you know, mirror and look at it every day and say, today when I start my day, I'm going to do that. And at the end of the day, did I do that? That's the most important thing. Oh, Colleen, I'm over here fist pumping, cheering up and down. Like <laughs> you are literally describing what I call the time pizza, 24 hours a day. How are you going to slice up your time? Where do you want to allocate it? What is essential to you? Because another thing, as a CEO and a lot of high performers listen to this podcast, it's not all about work, 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 work. You can't have that. You literally have to have, you can call it balance or you can call it whatever you want, but you have to have a lifestyle. You have to have a rhythm or you will burn yourself out both physically and mentally. So Colleen Cutcliffe, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Can you tell listeners where they can get their pendulum products? And I know we have the code nurse, my last name, nurse, 20% off, 20% off. Check it out. Try it out. Colleen, where do we go to check all this stuff out? 
yeah, please come to pendulumlife.com. We've got a ton more information on there. And then uh, obviously uh, use nurse to get your discount um, and um, reach out if you have any questions. We're excited to answer them. And I would love to hear about anybody's experiences on the product too. And so um, this is a you know relationship with our customers where we really have to understand yeah. what is the product doing for you because we're all still uncovering the role of the microbiome. So pendulumlife.com. Colleen, thank you for gracing us with your knowledge and just all this amazing information and just for your genuineness, you know, like the mission that you're on is a big purpose and it is obviously oozing out of you in, in many ways. So thank you so much for coming on. We are smarter and well-equipped to attack the future of health. Thank you so much, Colleen. Thank you.